Yo, 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 what's going on? This is Greg Santos. Welcome to podcast number three of Talking Greg. And today I have a really awesome point that I'm going to bring to you. And I hope that you can walk away with something that's very valuable and that you can apply to your life and can significantly improve it. So I'm going to start off by saying the past few months, I have really been looking for the next step. What is going to be the next step in my life? For the past six, seven months or so, I've actually been struggling uh, financially and I ended up quitting a job, uh, finding another job. But even in this new job, I'm still trying to figure out what the hell is the next step because I feel that I have so much free time that I should be using it effectively to really help out my future self. However, I was very unsure as to what to do with that free time. Then today it hit me like a ton of bricks and I'm excited to let you know exactly what that is. So in search of looking for what the next step is, I considered the military, uh, the Air Force, the Navy, and I even considered uh, going back to school, going back to college. Uh, The big reason why I dropped out of college is because I was learning way more from books that I was reading than I was from college courses that I was taking. I'm like, dude, this is totally a waste of freaking money. I'm not learning shit in college. I might as well just read books. Uh, So I was like, you know, I'm just going to go ahead and just drop out because that's a waste of time. And I even like, I even applied again. I was like, uh, recently, I think a couple days ago, I applied again because I'm like, there's something that I need to do. There's a step I need to be taking in my life, but I just don't know what the hell that next step is. And then today, I was at Barnes and Noble and I was reading this book. It's called The One Thing, the um, this is more to the title, but basically what the book is describing is really putting all your focus on just one specific thing he says people who are excellent who get extraordinary results don't put their time and energy into a million different things at once they are really just good at one or two things but they really put their focus on one specific thing and it really boils down to helping you figure out what is that one specific thing for you what is it that you should really be putting your time and energy into but that's not what was really gave me, they gave me the realization of what I'm about to tell you right now. So in the book, you're talking about nobody becomes successful alone or nobody becomes successful on their own. And if you think about it, maybe 50,000, 100,000 years ago um, with human beings, I mean, good luck surviving if you were alone. We're social creatures. We have survived because of our ability to communicate and our ability to make friends and our ability to stay within a tribe. And that still applies to today. Being alone, I mean, think about the worst punishment that you can do to a prisoner. It's to put them in a cell by themselves. That's the worst punishment we give the worst prisoners on this planet is complete isolation. I know that's kind of an extreme example, 
but it just holds true that you need help in order to get to where you want to go and he talked about einstein einstein had a mentor bill gates had a mentor ty lopez had several mentors tony robbins had jim Rohn. jim Rohn had a mentor michael sartain had mentors and then i just kept thinking about it more and more and more and there's so many successful people that i have even like arnold schwarzenegger he had a mentor mike tyson and think about it there's so much power in mentors and if you want to achieve a certain result in your life the best thing you can do is find someone who's already achieved that result and ideally would be to make a connection with that person uh, give value to that person that can definitely improve their life in exchange for, uh, you know, knowledge or help uh, building that connection. But, you know, not everybody has that. Nobody, not everybody just has access to these high-level people. Um, and I thought about it. You know, there's this quote that I really love um, that Tony Robbins' mentor said, Jim Rohn. He says that you are the average of the five people that you spend the most time with. Again, that's you are the average of the five people that you spend the most time with. Like if you take yourself and put you with five people who don't really have high standards for themselves, don't really take life too seriously and just maybe just smoke weed all day and just uh, kind of bum it don't and they're okay with it well chances are you're gonna fall in not too far from those people however if you were to sur- if the people you spend the most time with were five multimillionaires, what is that going to do to your mindset how you're going to think how you're going to talk how are you going to hold yourself how you're going to carry yourself all that stuff completely changes. You're going to hold yourself to a completely different standard. So then the thing becomes, how can you get yourself near the people who have the results that you want to achieve? Okay. So first of all, take some time to realize what do you want to get out of life? Find somebody who has a message that you resonate with significantly. Like for me, when I was 18, it was Tony Robbins. I mean, I love Tony Robbins. I listened to his audio tapes and oh my goodness, you know, Tony Robbins is extremely powerful. Grant Cardone, very powerful. Andy Frisella, very, very powerful. Joe Rogan, very, very powerful. Find these kind of people and then first thing you should do is just find out what kind of events that these people host. Go to an event because, number one, you're going to get to see them live, which is going to be freaking amazing. Uh, but not only that, but you're going to be surrounded by people who also resonate with that message. And you can connect with those people. And those people can help you get from where you are to where you want to be. Because let's face it, okay, so I'm going to give you an example from my life. My goals, my dreams is really to 
speak in front of large audiences of people, like millions. I want to speak to millions of people per year on stage. Is it smart to listen to somebody who is perhaps a college professor who doesn't speak to millions of people or somebody who does speak to millions of people? Who would be better to connect with? Obviously, the person that's already doing it. So I'm saying all of this to say, hey, read the books that they recommend read uh, or books that they've written. Um, really do your best to put yourself in the position to be around people who also have that similar mindset, who can elevate you to the next level. So today at Barnes & Noble, I'm reading this book, right? And... It hit me in December. I went to a Tony Robbins event in Palm Beach, Florida with my brother-in-law and I met this guy. His name is Rock Thomas and Rock has 35 streams of income and I couldn't even believe that something like that was even possible and Rock has a mastermind group called M1, which stands for March to a Million. And he's created, I think the number was 26 millionaires in two years. And he's had this um, group for over five years, more than five years. And basically, he has a network of multimillionaires. Uh, He himself is a very big part in it. And you um, are in a mastermind with other people who also... See the value of surrounding yourself with people who have the kind of mindset who care about their life so much that they would invest. By the way, here here it is. $600 per month to be a member of this mastermind group. Wow. I mean, talk about people who care about taking their life to the next level. Someone who's willing to invest that kind of money in themselves each and every single month and to be in this structured uh, mastermind group and to be around these people because your net work is your net worth um so then i was like i was thinking man this is it, it just like it was like so clear like this is the next step that you need to take join m1 and it was just like boom that that's it Do whatever you can to make the money to be able to pay for that group. Now for you, start thinking about people in your life who may be poisonous, who are not helping you get to where you want to be, or you feel that might be dragging you down. Just cut those people out. You don't have to cut them out entirely. You may love these people. I say spend less time with them. Spend more time with Listening to people who empower you, that are going to help you live the life of your dreams. Because let's be honest, at the end of the road, you're going to be looking at your life thinking, did I live the life that I want to live? Or did I settle? Was I too afraid to express myself because I was afraid of what people would think of me? Fuck all that. We're here to live the life of our dreams and we're going to go for it. And no one's going to stop us. And... Those who mind don't matter, and those who matter don't mind. If they really love you, 
they'll have your best interests at heart and they'll completely understand what you have to do to make it to that next level. So find what resonates with you. Find someone who has achieved achieved the result that you have that you're looking for or at least go out and look for different podcasts i highly recommend the joe rogan experience and just listening to that and um taking it from there i mean finding what is it that you're passionate about a good thing to uh, look on is what did you want to do when you were a kid before you started having doubts in your brain about you know doing a certain thing find out what did you really enjoy doing when you were a kid and that or what did you want to become and uh start there think about it i hope this provides some kind of value from you i mean for you go out there i'll create a podcast on how to form connections with people and uh different strategies and techniques into relationship building Hope you like this podcast. Again, thank you for listening. Take care. Hey, what's going on? This is Greg Santos. Welcome to episode number three of Talking Greg. Welcome. Man, I'll tell you what. This is uh, this is my third podcast, right? Number three. However, there have been two different occasions where I've made podcast number three on two different topics. Okay, so let me try to clarify this. About two weeks ago, I recorded podcast number three on a certain topic, and I spent about an hour redoing the podcast over and over and over and over and over again, and I was never satisfied with it, and I thought, screw it, I'll do it later. Last week, I'm doing the podcast on a completely different topic, and I do it over and over and over this time i'll probably do for 45 minutes again not satisfied and again i don't post it so i'm going to work on instead of just it being completely perfect i'm just going to work on just getting stuff out there really just speaking my mind my raw thoughts i have just a topic that i want to touch on and i'm just going to let my mind ramble And you know what? I'm not even going to listen to it because I've already listened to it because I already spoke it here, okay? Because what I do was I I listen to it and I say, ah, that's terrible. This is boring. And they're not going to like that. And then next thing you know, it's like I don't post it. And I I do another one. And then there's another thing I don't like about that podcast. And over and over and over and over again. Anyway, welcome, ladies and gentlemen. This is podcast number three. And today I want to talk about life i always talk about life you know it's just something that uh, just fascinates me and one thing that's extremely fascinating is i feel that with today with social media we see a certain side of people's lives and we don't really see the full picture because we only see what we what they want us to see and it's really a picture is just a moment in time. It's not like uh, it's not like on a grand scale of emotion. It's all it is is a picture. And all you have to do is smile. You can look happy in a picture, but it doesn't necessarily mean that that person is happy. And I feel that we judge a lot of people based on appearance. So um, there's this thing called the halo effect. 
and that's basically um, when you're like so good looking we project this perfect lifestyle onto you or not even necessarily good looking it could be like most it's most common with good looking people because you're like wow they must have it so easy because they're so gorgeous and and look at how much fun they're having and you know, there's a lot of work that goes into those pictures. Like I have uh, one person in mind that this is a girl that I know, and uh, she really blossomed after high school. I'll tell you that. But or maybe she, maybe she's the same girl. I don't know if she uses filters or editing or anything like that. But but damn, it looks like she's living a great freaking life. I'll tell you that. <laughs> it looks like she is just on a roll, just high point after high point after high point after high point. Of course, a lot of these pictures are very high quality. A lot of these pictures are, um, I guess you can say staged. But she does a really, really great job of portraying this really awesome life. And I just feel like we're not getting the bigger picture. And we project this perfect lifestyle onto people Um and we see, we assume that they have it easy. Like for example, Dan Bolzerian. If you follow Dan Bolzerian on Instagram, that guy is just with hot girls all the time. And he's just hanging out, um, shooting guns. Like it looks like he's just living the freaking life. But I'm sure there's times where Dan Bolzerian feels like crap. I'm sure there's times where Dan Bolzerian um, isn't super happy with the way his life is. I don't know. You know, I feel like we're just people, and we get used to our, our situation, how we have it. Like, for example, sometimes I feel like crap. I feel like I don't have anything really going on for myself. And I have a bed to sleep in every day. I have pillows. I have blankets. I have a fan. I have AC. I have a house. I have bathrooms. Compared to somebody who lives in India who may share a room with three or four people with no bed, no pillow, and you pick a corner that you sleep in, and you don't even have indoor plumbing. Um, so uh, really, it all just comes down to perspective. I'm sure if one of those people from India were to see me in my situation, they would just think that, wow, this person must be extremely happy in their life. And you know what? I do believe that life is about being happy, bringing as much happiness into your life as possible while still making an impact on the world uh, to leave behind you. But I feel that when we experience negative times and negative emotions, we see it as a bad thing, like something that we're not supposed to experience, something that we should be resistant of. Like, I'm supposed to be happy. Why can't I be happy? Why isn't this working out? And, you know, I'm, I'm not speaking as if I don't experience this. I experience this all the freaking time. You know, life uh, can be extremely difficult. There's a lot of worry, at least in my life. There's a lot of uh, challenges. And uh, most of all, I'm in my 20s. There's a lot of just trying to figure out who the hell I am and what the hell I want to do with my life and maximizing my potential in the areas that I'm good at just so when I'm 30 years old or 40 or 50, I don't look back on this time in regrets how I spent my time. So there's a lot of pressure there. Like, am I spending my time wisely? Am I making the best use out of the time that I have? And you really don't know um, until it's in hindsight, you know? So I feel that the struggle, negative emotions are actually a really 
great thing. They're a blessing into your life. The past six months, uh, actually, it's uh, no, I can't say that anymore because it's August now. The last eight months, I have really just like, uh, uh, and I'm just like in a huge transitional period, you know. Like I started off in a, like the start of the year with a job I dislike. I wasn't really happy with it. So in May, I quit. I went three weeks without a job. Uh, landed on a kickboxing studio. Now I'm looking to uh, change jobs again because uh, of multiple reasons. Really not going to dive into it here at this podcast. But it's been a lot of uh, transitions and just, you know, money's not going so great for me. Health-wise, I guess I'm active, but like 100% of my diet is fast food and I hate that. You know, I'm not taking care of myself. I'm not feeling uh, my best. And relationships-wise, you know, like uh, I'm trying to work on my relationships as well. But most importantly, wealth comes first as far as getting a steady income and finding a place that I enjoy being at where there's mentors that could that I look up to or I, I should say upper management that I can look up to and learn from, but like, so that, really that's, that's number one. And you know, there's just been days, like weeks, months, really just a frustration, so much frustration trying to figure out what the hell do I need to do? You know, like, and I think it's because I'm in such a low point of my life is where I'm actually doing something about it. Because Let's face it, when everything's going great, how likely are you to change your habits, change who you are, change anything you're doing when things are going great in your life? It's really unlikely. When things are going crap and you just can't bear things being like crap, you are open to do the most ridiculous stuff to get out of that that feeling. You know, a lot of people try to drown out that feeling with alcohol, with drugs. Uh, There's other ways to cope with it. And it sucks. But I think it's a blessing because when you go through the struggle, you're the most open to change. And it's in those moments of change where your destiny is shaped and formed. And it's where you have to take action. And now at this point in my life, I'm like, dang, you know, I've always been dependent on other people making decisions for me, my parents, right? You know, growing up, you know, you're right under their arm and, you know, they make decisions for you. What are you going to eat? And um, just all this, this, so much stuff was handled for you. You didn't have to really worry about making key decisions. Now I'm in this point in my life where I have to, Really be decisive. Make the right decisions that are going to get me to where I want to be. And the, the thing that sucks is I feel like I'm alone only because I have to be the wise person to make the decision what's going to be best for my life. And not what somebody else thinks my life how I should live my life, whether that's taking a path that's already been taken or joining some kind of company they think is gonna, I'm going to do well in. I don't know. 
but it's tough. But I, I'm telling you, man. Just, I feel like in hindsight, the struggle is is so worth it. But when you're in it, it just sucks. And right now, I'm I'm just deeply in it. But every single day, I try to be appreciative of it. You know, some days I'm not. Some days I go to sleep just super frustrated and mad, and I wake up frustrated and mad. But in the end, I'll be more grateful that I went through this than not. And who knows? Who knows where life comes from here? Anyway, hey, embrace the struggle. Because it is when we struggle, it's when we make different decisions for our life. Embrace that shit. This is episode three of Talking Greg. I'm not going to re-listen to this because I know if I listen to it, I'm going to want to do it all over again. So I'm just going to upload it. Hope you enjoyed it. There will be more podcasts coming soon. I want to do this consistently, possibly once a week, maybe even twice a week, seeing how I'm feeling. But, hey, have a great week. Until next time, peace out.